Still looking for Chizuk. What a nation we are. And a week after this great tragedy, everybody's so much Chizuk, especially tonight. The Shiva Kadosh has got together and all night, all night learning. So much Chizuk, so much positivity, so much productivity. And I would just like to devote this Torah tonight again, of course, to Ilan Nishmas. All those whose neshamas sword up, tachas kamfei and to those that still need a refor shalema, and really, the Dvatar of tonight is really an illustration of how we have to look and how we view at life, at a life of a Jew, at an eternal life. The parsha begins. The parsha begins with the mitzvah of Shemitah. And the Pasuk says, Moshe Bahar Sinai. And you all know the famous question of Rashi, Ma'in What's the connection that Shmita has with the mitzvah of Sinai, with Har Sinai more than all the other mitzvahs? What's the connection between this week's parasha, both this week's parasha? There's two parashas that we read together, Bahar and Bachukhoisai. What's the connection between them? We're so few days away from Chag HaShvuas, from the highlight, the highlight of the year in certain ways. The deepest farm talk about Shvuas as the highest day of the year, the Yichud of the year. What's the preparation for now? And how does the preparation for Shvuas connect to these parashiyas? <coughs> What's the really the Chizuk that we take from all these pure Neshamas? Some of them are Mamish kids. But the answer is, let's turn to Shavuos, to Mamad Sinai. The Pesach says, Vayered Hashem al Sinai. And Rashi explains, what does it mean that Hashem came down upon Har Sinai? Says Rashi, that Hashem brought the Shemaim down. Vayorat Kisei HaKovay Hashem came down with the Kisei HaKovay to give the Jews the Torah. What's the significance of the Kisei HaKovay? Everybody knows that there's Hashem's in Shemaim. And there's the Kisei HaKovay. What's Rashi pointing out? What does the Pesach mean when the Pesach says that Hashem descended upon our Sinai? That the Kisei HaKovay, Hashem's throne of glory, came down on our Sinai. What's the significance of that? But listen carefully. Rashi here perhaps is hinting at something so important for all of you. As the year, at least for Gesha, draws, draws to it close slowly. And then some of you will be going home for the summer, you won't have the same schedule. There's a very, very important fundamental lesson to be learned from this Rashi and from Matan Torah in general. Hashem took us out of Mitzrayim into the desert. There's nothing as temporary as the desert. The desert is a place where you travel, as we've discussed often. A desert is a temporary dwelling. Hashem took us out of Mitzrayim into the desert to teach us how vulnerable and how temporary Olam Hazer really is. Hashem came down with a Kisei HaKovoy sitting, the throne of glory. When a person sits, it's a sign that he's there for a while. It's a sign of Kvios. 
It's a sign that here he is. It's a fixed place. Sitting is fixed. Hashem was telling us that now you're Makabal Torah mitzvahs. Now I'm introducing you to the world of permanence, of eternity, a world that never comes to an end, a world that if a, when a person connects to that world, he lives on forever. And Hashem was saying, this is the world. Hashem came down with a kiseh kavod to show us that this is the world of yeshiva, the world of Torah mitzvahs. The institutions that you guys are learning in is called yeshiva. Why? If you sit, if you learn standing up, are you not in yeshiva? Is it the chairs that make a yeshiva? The benches that make a yeshiva? But the yeshiva means this is your permanence. Torah mitzvahs, this is the permanent and the, and the, the permanence in the life that lives on forever. Everything else in this world is fleeting, is vulnerable, and is temporary, very temporary. The contrast of receiving the Torah in the desert is receiving something so fixed in a place that's so temporary in order that we should see the sharp contrast between them. The purpose of coming to Yeshiva is not just the amount of Dafkamaras that you're learning, it's not just all the other things, the wonderful things that go on in Yeshiva. It's to change your whole perspective of life. Before you guys came to Yeshiva, it seemed that Olam Hazer seemed so permanent. Everything seemed so fixed in place for so many years. Big businesses, skyscrapers, everything seemed so fixed. You come to yeshiva and you realize that there's only one yeshiva. There's only one thing in the world that's fixed and permanent, and that is learning Torah. Torah, Voidah, That's what yeshiva has to teach you. And therefore, even when you leave yeshiva, you're not going to have the same schedule. And you're going to have to one day work, put in eight hours of work, and one or two hours of learning. But how do Chazal define the hour or two of learning? They define it, you have to be koivea itim l'toyra. It's not just learning, it's koivea, it's fixing time for learning. Fixing, koivea. Even if you have half hour to learn, you've got to fix, it's a fixed thing. I've said this before, that I always tell my Tamidim and YU before the finals when they're working so hard. And they tell me they've got no time for night seder weeks before the finals. I said, there's no such thing. They said, what do you mean? We don't have two hours spare in the evening. I said, how long do you have? Don't know. Do you have half an hour? Perhaps not. 20 minutes? Yeah, 20 minutes. So I said, okay, so go 20 minutes to the base of Medrash. So they said, well, it's a five-minute walk there and five more back. It's going to mean 10 minutes in the base of Medrash. I said, yes, walk, run perhaps, but 10 minutes in the base of Medrash. Why? Because Torah is fixed. You don't leave a fixed world to study for finals. Perhaps there's less time, but it, the five, ten minutes that there is has to be fixed. It's kvius, it can go to your mock and kavua in the Besamedrish and learn for however long you can. 
And if you do that, you'll find more time to learn. And throughout life, the hour to the day, that's, that's when you feel this is my permanence. Even though I'm sitting on a bench in a base of Medrash, and in my office I've got a plush leather chair that I sink into, that's not permanent. That's really not permanent. That's why after Sukkot, seven days we spend, say midiras keva, leave the feeling that Olam is fixed, v'shev and dwell bidiras harai, dwell in a temporary dwelling, meaning realize that Olam is temporary, and then after that, when you realize then how temporary and vulnerable and fleeting Olam Hazeh is, and then when you learn Torah, you realize how permanent and how eternal Torah is, is then Sukkot spills over into Simcha's Torah. Simcha is life. Simcha comes from happiness, and happiness comes from life. Life, kihem chayeno, the eternal life, the fixed life. That's Matan Torah. That's why Matan Torah had two phases. One was at Har Sinai. When did the Jews receive the Torah again? Anybody know? Very good. Purim. Why did they have to receive and accept the Torah again on Purim? Why was Purim the climax to Mahomet Hasinai? Do you know what the answer is? Perhaps according to what we're saying, we can understand this. Megillah Esther begins by Yom Imohein, Kesheves HaMelech Achashveroish Al-Kisei Malchusoy Hashem B'Shushan Achashveroish is throwing this feast. The clip of Achashveroish is, the Yitzhahar of Achashveroish is, to try to make permanence out of the physical indulgence of Olam Hazer, to fool people that it's a long-lasting indulgence, it's a fixed. When he was sitting on his throne, he invites people to eat for 187 days in order to try and mislead them into thinking that Olam Hazer and indulgence in eating and all the things they were discussing there, the immoral talk, is all fixed and it's all permanent. It lasts for many, many days. It's not fleeting. It can last for 187 days. And the Jews participated in that feast and they started really feeling that Olam Hazed does have a certain permanence and it is worth investing all that we have in building our Olam Hazed and building our mansions and building our houses as if we're here to last forever. That was the Avera of participating in the Surah of Achishverosh. And therefore the Tshuva to that is accepting the Torah, going to Yeshiva, realizing that even you, can't, you cannot eat for that long. And if you can, you belong in the zoo. Torah you can learn and learn and learn and learn and learn and learn. You see the diligence of Gedol and contemporary Gedol that lived with us in our generations. How excited Ramosha Feinstein's Tzal was in his 90s to learn yet another Mishnah. How excited Rabbi Yashiv was when he was over a hundred and the lights go out, his kitchen's been lying on the floor next to a light there, learning. That's permanent. That you can do for a lot more than 187 days. The Jews accepted the Torah 
as a zel umazel, to Achshverosh sitting on his throne. We sit in our yeshiva, and we realize that we're now involved in something so real and so permanent and so eternal. That's what the beautiful day of Shabbos is all about. Six days, we're working, we have to work. Adam Rishon was cursed. You have to work. But that's not the Shlemus, that's not the Tachlis. Shabbos is Me'en on Haba, that's the eternal life. The Gemara says that the day of Shabbos is Kavua Vakaimo. It's not dependent on the moon, it's not dependent when Bezdin decides when Rashaydash is, it's Kavua. Shabbos is permanent. During the week, you can pick a fruit off the tree and have a snack without taking Trumas and Maestros. It's only Achilles Arai. Say Chazal, Shabbos is Koyvei Ala Maestro. Shabbos makes everything fixed. Shabbos is so fixed. When we go into Shabbos, we realize how permanent and how eternal everything really is. The mitzvah of Shemitah is the mitzvah after six years of working in your field. You're pretty certain or the Yitzhahara can fool you and mislead you into thinking this is a pretty fixed life. Comes the year of Shemitah. Leave your field and spend a year, a sabbatical, involved in Torah mitzvahs and feel what it means to be in Olam Abba. That's the connection between Shemitah and Har Sinai. Har Sinai is when the Kisya Kovet came down where Hashem showed us that only life of Torah is fixed and the life that you're living in the Midbar is so temporary. We're travelers. Shmitah teaches us just that. Says the Heligabal Tanya, Chukhoisai is a lashon of Chakika to engrave. Torah is not written on a piece of paper to us. Torah was engraved in stone. You put a pen on paper, you can erase the pen. You can erase the writing. But when you engrave something, it's permanent. It's there to stay. If Torah is engraved, then then even when you have to leave the Beis HaMedrash, it's engraved, it's going to stick with you, and you're going to be for the rest of your lives. That's the connection between Bahar and Bechukhoisai. And that's the connection to Shavua Sabah Leinu Lutoiva. For all those Halig and Neshamas that went up to Shemaim last week, after being in Meiran, as original Chosset said to the Halig original that Meiran is Yom Kippur inside and it's Simchas Torah outside. Those Yidin were all Zoycha to a Tshuva Shlema. And then the Shomers soared upwards. Tachas They're in the eternal world. They live on forever. They've left this fleeting world, this temporary world. And then the Shomers are radiating in the light of Hashem. Tachas That's what we talk about in the Shomers. Tachas because we just mentioned earlier that the Kisya Kovit refers to the permanence of spirituality and that's where these Neshamas are now. And that's why they went straight from, from, from Iran, Erev Shabbos, straight into Yom Shekulay, Shabbos, and Menuchah Lachai, and And that's what's Mechazik, the older Eden. 
all the relatives that Hashem should give them koyach and Hashem should give them strength to overcome the terrible grief but their emunah shleimo that their children are now in the yeshiva shel malo which is the yeshiva that you never leave that's the most comforting comforting thing that's what's keeping these families going and they know that Be'ez HaShem they're going to be speedily reunited. I saw from a great tzaddik, forgotten where I saw it, but recently, that he says, even though Tchiyas HaMesim, Chazal talk about Tchiyas HaMesim as being in much later than Yemois HaMashiach, Tchiyas HaMesim of Tzaddikim will be immediately, but Tchiyas HaMesim of Kalad will be a lot later. But they said that Tzoros and the Nisyonis that we've been through in the last few hundred years, Tchis HaMesim will take place immediately with the coming of Mashiach speedily nowadays. And therefore these families believe Be'emun HaShlemo that Be'korov and Be'her Be'omeno they're going to be reunited with their beloved ones. We all believe that the world of Am Yisrael is an eternal world. But the lesson that we can take that should be in the Le'il in is to change our perspective of Olam Hazer. Your career is not your permanence. The law schools, the medical schools, wherever you want to go, that's not your permanence. That's temporary. The hours that you can snatch from your day to learn Torah, to be Koivea Itim, that's your permanence. That lives on forever. That's our permanence. Don't let Achashverosh fool you into thinking that the material world is the world of the Kisei. It's not. Yosef at Tzadik in Mitzrayim during the years of Plentiful, he was running around. And Paris says, Raka Kisei Ekdam Memechum. Just the throne I'm keeping. Again, the Svarim say that the clip of Paris is to feel that Olam HaZeh is permanent. Nobody dies in Mitzrayim. They just drop dead. But they don't die. You just bandage them and you pretend that they're alive. Idiot! Who are you fooling? Paris, you stay on your throne. Die on your throne. Yosef HaTzadik is running around. He realizes that Olam HaZeh is the time for accumulating Torah and mitzvahs, accumulating sparks of Kedusha. That's our preparation for Mamet Hasina. Kachbarocha should help us. We should be Zorcha Beza Hashem to be reunited with all Am Yisrael from all the earlier generations, from the beginning of all time. We Zorcha to be reunited, reunited with all our ancestries and all the ancestries of Klad Yisrael and all the Jews from all generations to come together. Amen.